Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. and gentlemen, welcome to Bronzeville. For episode three, the winning numbers are 2, 11, 75. March 26, 1947, United States Penitentiary, Terre Haute, Indiana. Copeland! I'm right here. Sir, I'm right here, sir. Excuse me? Inmate protocol, prisoner. You will follow it from here on out. Ah, you're new here, I see. You're new here. Sir, listen, boy, I don't know how things have been up until now, but from here on out, you will say sir when you address a guard. You will especially say sir when you address me. Is that understood? Officer Vaughn, yes, I understand what you're saying. I think you should check in with your supervisor. Sergeant Hartley will brief you on a few things. Sergeant Hartley is no longer with his organization, so let me brief you on a few things, nigga. What did you call me? Officer needs assistance! Officer needs assistance! What's going on? Inmate Copeland here is in dire need of an attitude adjustment. Open the door. Hold the inmate up against the wall, please. Hey, what the hell? It's a new day here, inmate. You will abide by the rules. No one special here, especially no spook. No bruises, gentlemen. Nothing to the face. Name? I'm Jesse Copeland. Here to see? My brother. He's Everett Copeland. And you're... Yep. Right here on the list. Go on through. Thanks. Everett. Hey, you okay, man? Ah, I'm all right. I'll be okay. There's a situation here. I'm gonna need some help on the outside. I'll claim it if you name it. Okay, I will, but talk to me first. What's it like out there? It's getting close. You know, everybody's excited for you to get out. They're excited. Shit, I cannot be out of here soon enough. What's happening? (laughs) Tough couple weeks. Goddamn police are still hitting our place regularly. Didn't Curtis talk to the mayor? Well, the mayor just says his hands are tied. The goddamn bulletin won't let up and he can't do anything till they do. But that's not everything, Everett. What else? Well, too much, brother, too much. Someone hit the store last week. What do you mean? I mean, a couple men with masks over their faces robbed our department store in broad daylight. 
That store's no bank. What the hell were they thinking? No idea. They got away with a few hundred bucks, but folks are scared to go back now. Any idea who? Colored fellas, we know that, but that's all. Zeke thinks it may be St. Louis. Why does he think that? I guess Better Off has been drifting around town lately. He showed up at the Royale a little while back with a couple guys. Frank Barnes has always been a nickel and dime man, playing at being something bigger. If he was pulling jobs on our turf, he wouldn't be showing his face around town. He's always been a wild card. Nah, he plays that up. Good for business. Keeps people on their toes. Hey, you got a point. All right, what else? I, I, need, I need to run something by you. I know you feel strongly about this, but Everett, well, I think we need to consider fixing the wheel for a little while. No, no, man, we don't do that. Why? In the last week, winds have gone up almost 50%, that's why. What, regularly? Not every day, but enough to worry, big brother. We don't fix the wheel, but that's way too much to be a coincidence. Who's been winning? Random folks, all over the neighborhood. Well, look into it, get Zeke to send someone in. Get out there digging around. Assume the best. I don't want anyone getting batted around just because they got lucky. All right. Just find out. That's not a coincidence. Anything else? All right, right now, I'm holding it together, Everett. But it's hard. It's real hard. Yeah? Well, maybe you should have been the one inside this swanky rest home while I stayed out and did all the hard work. <laughs> okay, point taken. We miss you out there, brother. You're the only one who can keep it all together and look as clean as you do while doing it. I'm doing my best, but we need you. Uh, I'll be there soon, Jesse. Now, what's this thing you need handled, big brother? Yeah, there's this new guard, right? His name is Vaughn. Consider it done. Bronzeville, the next day. Jimmy! Hey there, Miss Holder. You know that vision I had the other night? Vision? It was leap year, even though I knew it wasn't. It came to me in my sleep. Told you about it. Oh, all right then. Well, I don't expect you to understand, but because of that, I went for 16, 28, and 4, and I didn't even saddle it. And you know what? You won. Yep! <laughs> <laughs> won me $75. Well, that's great, Miss Holder. That's <laughs> great. I haven't told Mr. Holder yet, but his jaw is gonna drop so hard, it's gonna bust right through the floor. I bet it will. <laughs> hey, don't go spending that all in one place. Jimmy Tillman, how you doing this fine morning? Hey, Casper, I'm good, man. How about you? I'm real good. I barely had to wait for your black ass at all. Yeah, yeah. What's happening today? Well, your new friend Zeke wants us to come see him. Zeke Copeland? The one and only. Got some kind of job for us. Interesting. Yeah, if it's real. What you mean? Man, you're the one who was up flirting with his sister the other night. Yeah, so? So I'm saying, maybe Zeke didn't take kindly to that. He seemed pretty cheerful. Yeah, in public, in front of her. What's he gonna do? Pull out his razor and cut your throat in the middle of the Royale on a Saturday night? <laughs> Shit. If that's what's coming, I hope he knows I done had nothing to do with it. In fact, I'ma tell him I told your black ass to stay away from him. Fine, Casper. Damn, you were like an old lady, boy. How you think old ladies get to be old? <laughs> You the guy Zeke sent for? Yep. Jimmy and Casper. Come with me. Gentlemen, thanks for coming. Hey, you know me, Zeke. You say jump, I say how high, boss. How are you, Zeke? Hey, man, I got some work for you, Jimmy. Need someone that thinks fast on his feet, someone quick. That's why they call me Jimmy Quick. <laughs> All right. Well, look, we have a problem. 
And, and first of all, I need you two jokers to keep this under your hat. Oh, absolutely, Zeke, absolutely. And you know we run the most honest wheel in Chicago. Yes, yes. Well, something's happening. People been winning a lot the past few weeks. More than makes sense, more than is natural, and most of it, hell, maybe all of it is coming out of Braxton Street Station. Samson West Shop. Exactly. Mm, so uh, he's fixing the wheel. Probably. But none of the winners have been connected. I mean, doesn't seem that he has any connection to them either. They're all small wins and a lot of them. Now, if he's rigging it and picking up a payback, he's taking a hell of a risk. It's a lot of people to make a backroom deal with and assuming none of them will rat you out. I mean, that's too risky. So? So I want to know what's going on. Jesse wants to know what's going on and every damn sure wants to know. And I'm giving this to you, Jimmy. This is a list of the folks that won recently. I want you to talk to him, find out what you can. And if you can do it without Samson finding out, even better. I mean, if he is up to something, I don't want to spook him. All right, Zeke. Thanks for this. Thank I, I won't let you down. We won't let you down. Yeah, I trust you won't. Whew. This is a big deal, Casper. Yeah? What? What's, what's wrong? This is some bullshit, man. It's just... He's talking to me like I'm number two. He never even looked at me. That was all about you in there, man. We'll figure this out together. Yeah? No shit. But I've been working for him for close to two years. And you've been doing it a month. And this is the first time I've ever been called in on a special job. What's that say about me? That you got good taste in friends. Now, come on, man. You got an opportunity here. What, you want to sit around and poke it full of holes? Or you want to make the most of it? Let's find out what's going on out here. All right. All right, where we going? All right, let me see. Oh, okay, here's this fella, Archie Martin. I think he runs a... Uh... Barbershop, just down the street of ways. Well, let's do it. After you, number one. <sighs> hey, Casper, you here for a haircut? No, Archie, no. This is business. Meet my man Jimmy right here. How you doing, Jimmy? Doing well, Archie. You look like you could use a trim there. <laughs> no, no. Soon, soon. I promise. Say, I got a question for you. Yeah. You hit the numbers with the full gig a couple days back, right? I did. It bought me 50 bucks. Mm, that's pretty good. Sure is. I'm just wondering, Archie. How'd you come up with those numbers? What? How you come on? I heard you, youngster. Now you listen here. Archie, Archie, come on now, man. Ain't nobody saying anything about you now. It's my money. It sure is. Of course, of course it is. It's your money, and your money's safe, Archie. We're just looking into some stuff. I got my numbers the same way I always do. And that is? They came to me. They came to you. They came to me. And that's it? Sure is. That's all. That's all. That's all. <laughs> that's all. Thank you, Archie. I... Thank you kindly. Didn't mean to rile you. We're just trying to figure some stuff out. All right, then. All right, then. Oh, uh, Samson says, hey. Excuse me? Samson West, your friend. He says, hey. I don't know nobody by that name. My mistake. Sorry. Say, what was that about Samson? Just wanted to see how he reacted. And? Didn't even twitch. I don't think they even know each other. I'm going to open up with it next time, though, before they know why we're there. So who's next? Mm, let me see, let me see. Valletta Sweeney hmm. lives over on Hampton Street. Hey, 
Mrs. Sweeney, how do you do? Yes, can I help you? Hello, ma'am. My name is Jimmy Tillman. This here is my friend Casper Dixon. Yes? Mr. Samson West asked us to come by. I'm sorry, who? Samson West? I'm afraid you have the wrong house. Oh, I, I'm dearly sorry, ma'am. My mistake. But we have the right house. We're with the Copeland brothers. Oh. N now, please understand, Miss Sweeney. No one is here to take anything from you. We understand that you won some numbers the other day, and we just want to ask a couple quick questions of you. I did. I won $25. Oh, my. <laughs> but that's good. Good for you, ma'am. Good for you. Uh, may I ask, uh, how'd you come up with those numbers you played? Same way I always do. I listen. You listen? Things come to me. I hear them. I turn them into numbers. Things come to you. Dreams, usually. If you know how to follow them, they can take you to the right places. Uh, okay. So you use Mama Louise's then? That old dream book? No. She don't work. But you use a dream book, right? I sure do. Madame Marie's. It's got the real deal. Can I see it? I don't see how that can do any harm. Just a minute. And this is different from Mama Louise. Sure, because it works. Okay. Okay, thank you, ma'am. You're welcome. You boys have a nice day. Likewise, ma'am. Dream book. The thing you showed me a while back? Yeah. Say, you believe in that stuff? You're joking, right? No. No, I'm serious. I mean, I've seen some stuff I can't explain. Yeah, like how come you so damn ugly? <laughs> or how your mama's so dumb she stole free bread. Or, 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 or uh, how come, uh... What? No, I'm, I'm just thinking about dreams. Visions. You having one? I might be. Okay, you go ahead on and I'll... Now, take this list here. I gotta check something out. Collarwell Bank, Bronzeville. America's first black-owned bank. Curtis Randolph, president. Yes. Lisa, hello, how are you? I'm good, Mr. Randolph. Thank you for asking. Oh, please come in. Sit down, sit down. Thank you. How are things on the floor today? Everything's good. We've been a little busier than usual lately. That's not a bad thing, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. Tell me, what brings you to my office today, Miss? Well, sir, I've been doing some reading. Mm -hmm. This situation with the banking and regulators and the loans. Yes, they said our loan policies were too loose. Yes. That's a terrible situation. If we fully abide by the state statutes, we couldn't loan anyone in Bronzeville a nickel. I know, but, well, sir, I hope you'll forgive me for overstepping my duties here. But I've been doing some research into the matter. You have? Yes, and I found a few things out. Such as? Well, the state updates its regulations every few years. It's all pro forma. Legislators write the new rules with the help of the regulators, then put it through the system, vote on it, and they always go through. The thing is, because it's such a formality, once the new rules are written, the regulators don't wait for the legislator to vote on them. It's a given they'll pass. So they just go ahead and apply them pretty much as soon as the ink is dry. I didn't know that. They don't talk about it on the front pages. No reason to. Too boring for most folks. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is, the regulations they use to come down on the bank, the rules that they're saying mean we can't give loans to poor folks anymore. Those rules... Aren't actually in effect? Not yet. They don't have the force of law behind them. They will soon, but they don't now. So, we can go on back to giving loans until they become law. Sir, I think it's even better than that. Legally speaking, they're not allowed to enforce these rules on anyone. But they did. 
Technically, that's a violation of the law. If you put one of your lawyers on it, you could sue the state. And that could take a very long time. I imagine it would. And in the meantime... The people of Bronzeville continue to get housing loans. Mm. <laughs> Winston. Curtis Randolph. I got a job for you. We are going to sue the state of Illinois. <laughs> yes, I thought you'd like that. I'll fill you in later. Lisa, you just earned yourself a big fat bonus. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Randolph. That's not necessary. I'm just glad to be of service to the bank and to the community. You certainly are that, Lisa. You certainly are that. <laughs> Bronzeville will return after a brief word from our sponsors. Bronzeville is sponsored by Blue Apron. Blue Apron is starting from scratch to build a better food system from the ground up, bringing farms and kitchens closer together by removing the miles, chemicals, and supermarkets that stand between them. Back in the 1940s, Bronzeville was a self-sufficient African-American community on the south side of Chicago. It was a good time and families loved to cook. Fresh ingredients, farm to table, hey, it was the everyday norm. Blue Apron keeps the spirit of that Bronzeville era alive with their approach to food. Cooking together builds a strong family bond, and my family and I love to cook together. Fresh ingredients with a lot of love is what I call a home-cooked meal. Food is always better when you start from scratch. Join the movement by getting your first three meals free, plus free shipping, by visiting blueapron.com slash bronzeville. That's blueapron.com slash bronzeville. Blue Apron. A better way to cook. Hey, you know how most TV channels are just a collection of random shows? Viceland, a new TV channel from Vice, is something different. It's a collection of personal points of view. They have a late night show called Deces and Mero with hosts who have a whole new approach to late night. No white guys named Jimmy doing stand-up, nah. No big name guests or fancy sets, just their really funny take on the world. Jungle Town, from acclaimed documentarian Andy Timona, takes you deep into Panama to the sustainable town of Kaluyala, where interns from the States find that not all the jungle has to offer is what it seems. Viceland is a TV channel made by hackers, feminists, rappers, nerds, weirdos, and anyone still curious about the world, and it's on right now. Go to Viceland.com to find your channel. Go on, check it out. Hello, Jimmy. Hi, Miss Holden. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for asking. What can I do for you today? I don't mean to bother you, Miss Holden. I wanted to ask, you won at the numbers the other day. I did indeed. But you didn't buy from me. No, I didn't, Jimmy. I'm sorry about that. I went to the station over on Braxton Street. No, 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 no. Nothing to be sorry about, ma'am. Nothing at all. I, I'm just curious. Uh, so you had this vision, and it took you over there? Well, not directly. Not directly. I had this powerful dream, and you know I love my dream book, but it hadn't been coming through for me lately. And Estella Banks was telling me about this new book and the lady who made it, and she had this personal reading. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry. The lady who made the new dream book? They call her Madame Marie. And she does? Personal consultations and readings. One nickel. Her book's good, but it's general, you know. 
She can sit with you, though, hear you tell about your dream, and she can tell you things. Like winning numbers. Like winning numbers. <laughs> All right, well, well, thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you. Welcome, Seeker. Please come in. Sit down. Tell me your name. Thank you, ma'am. My name's Jimmy. Ah. You must call me Madame Marie, Jimmy. All right. Well, thank you, Madame Marie. <laughs> <sighs> what kind of service can I provide for you today? Well, I was, uh, <clears throat> I was hoping you could help me out with some things. You seek understanding? I do. And, you know, I... Yes? I hear you can help me figure out some numbers. Aha! <laughs> you seek material wealth. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I guess I do. That's all right, son. Everybody does. You know, money cannot buy you happiness, right? They keep telling me that, Madame Marie, but, you know, I sure would appreciate a chance to find it out for myself. Uh, well... Let me see your hands. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I see you've had an eventful life, but it's far from over. And it will continue to be eventful. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. And a great love awaits you. I, I like that. Do you remember your most recent dream, Jimmy? I think so. Close your eyes. Now concentrate on it for a moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Now, tell me about your dream. That night... The Boogie Palace, Sammy Manetti's nightclub on the west side of Chicago. All right, Willie. Eyeball laid down the law, so we need to work this shit out. I won't argue with that, Tiny, but you the one that's got to make some changes because you hit my turf. I didn't do nothing. Man, you've been shorting people, and not just one or two. People start talking, talk turns into something else, and it's bad for all of us. So you just stepped in for the good of the race. Shit, man, I stepped in to make some damn money. But I was doing our operation a solid at the same time. Well, at least you could be honest about something. Hey, man, that's not how this works. We gotta work this shit out. Now, what the hell were you thinking, man? You know nickel and dime operator? You don't need to be doing this. Yeah, well, that's how it looks. But that's not how it is. What do you mean? I mean, I got some problems at home. You know my boy Dupree? He got into some real trouble with some out-of-state niggas, and these guys aren't the suave motherfuckers that we are. They will kill you dead if you don't come up with their bread. So you skimmed off your customers? I did what I had to do. God damn it, Willie. What you had to do was take care of business, not wreck it. Why didn't you come to me? We go way back. Shit, man. I don't know. Man in my position, you don't want people knowing your business. People know I'm in a hole. Some people aren't going to be as forgiving as others, you know? How big is this hole? 20 more grand, then he's out. Damn, man. I know. And you were going to make that up by skimming a few bucks off policy winners? It's a start. Nah, man, no. I'm loaning you the money at interest. I'm not charity, but you can take your time paying me back. 
And if it takes too long, worst I'm gonna do is take some of your customers. Eyeball's right. We have got to stand together. Shit. What? Thank you, brother. Ain't nothing, man. But you picking up the tab tonight. <laughs> I know that. <sighs> What is it, Anthony? Those two guys from the west side? Yeah, you managed to hear anything? It's the goddamnedest thing, Sammy. What? Seems they had some beef. One spade was stealing customers from the other spade. The other spade was kicking about it. Yeah, and? You know, two of our guys got that going on. Somebody ended up getting shot. That has been known to happen. But these two, I, I, I've never seen nothing like it, Sammy. They sat down, they butted heads, and then they worked it out. What do you mean? I mean, they solved their problem. These two spooks walk in. I think they're about to go at it. By the time they're done, they're laughing and buying each other drinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's interesting. That's a whole different kind of tough. You think about all the shit these guys had to stand up to when they were putting it together. Makes a lot of sense. What are you saying, boss? I'm saying you can learn from these guys. You gonna learn from some niggas? Yeah, Anthony, don't be thick. You can learn a lot. Well, you're the boss. I am. And do you know why I'm the boss? Because I pay attention. I don't get caught up in what the man teaching the lesson looks like. Got it. Good. Damn, Jimmy. First morning I ever come here and find you waiting. What's going on, brother? You got the numbers? I always got the numbers. What came up this morning? Here, check for yourself. Let me see, let me see. Yes! What? I just made me $100. Wait a minute, you what? We gotta go see Zeke. So you telling me this Madame Marie, she just gave you the numbers? She did some palm stuff, told me I had an eventful life. A young black man in Chicago with an eventful life. She's a fine fortune teller. I might have to go see her myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then she asked me to tell her about my dreams, and I made some crap up about riding a train, and her forehead scrunched up like she was thinking hard or getting signals or something. Then she starts writing with her eyes closed and gave me three numbers. And? He just made a hundred bucks. Yup. What's she charge? A nickel. Get the... A nickel? And she just hands you winning numbers. <laughs> yeah. And my neighbors a few days ago, same thing. She told me she heard about it from a friend. And the other people we talked to, none of them straight out gave it to us, but they all talked about dreams and visions and such. Okay. Good work, fellas. Go see her again. Bring it to me. I want to get into this one personally. All right, Zeke. You got it, boss. She's the real deal. She already knows we're coming. All right, Casper. I'm going to go in by myself. Won't seem suspicious. All right, man. I'm here. You need me. Is it locked? Well, let me see. Nah. Hello? <clears throat> Hello, Madam Marie. Madam Marie. Oh, shit. Cass! Get in here! Hurry up! What is it, man? Did you see? Oh, shit! She dead! No doubt about that. No doubt at all. Damn. They messed her up. Real bad. All right, man. Don't touch nothing. We gotta get out of here. Z's gonna wanna know about this as soon as possible. 
Wipe that door handle and anything else you touched. Got it. Come in. Jesse. Hey, Curtis. What's on your mind, brother? Man, it's been a rough week. I'm just trying to sort through it all. Mm-hmm. Everett always said, Curtis is the man who cuts through the weeds. I do what I can do, Jesse. What's happening? Well, you know about our department store. Yeah, it got robbed. Yeah, last week, guys came in with guns. They find the guys yet? No, cops are useless. Curtis, you know that. That I do. That I do. And then this thing with this spiritualist and Samson West. Oh, the station operator. Yeah. What happened? Craziest damn thing, man. Past few weeks, people been hitting the numbers more than usual. A lot of payoffs. All coming out of West shop, Curtis. So he's rigging his wheel. Well, yeah. But it gets strange. He was feeding the numbers to this psychic lady, Madame Marie. Mm-hmm. Folks would come in, get her reading, tell her their dreams, and she'd give them the numbers like they came to in a vision. She'd charge them a nickel. And they'd kick back their winnings to her or to Samson, something like that? Well, something like that, but that's the thing. We talked to a bunch of these folks that, one, good folks, working people, no connection to each other beyond someone knowing someone else a little bit here or there. No reason to doubt any of them, but no, they weren't kicking back to anyone in particular. So Samson's just handing out winning numbers for no reason. I don't know. Right, but you're going to make him tell you, right? That was the plan, Curtis. But? But before we could confirm anything, this psychic turns up, cut to pieces, and Samson's just gone. Skip town. I'm assuming, but we got guys looking for him anyway. Well, shit. It just don't make any sense. Not if you look at it by itself. How much did the guys that robbed your department store get away with? Well, sure as hell not enough to be worth it. Zeke thinks St. Louis was behind that. Better off is floating around lately, Curtis. Zeke thinks Frank Barnes came all the way from St. Louis to rob the Copeland family from some pocket change? Yeah, it don't make a lot of sense. Well, no, it might, actually. What do the two things have in common? Huh? No financial motive. Yeah, it seemed kind of strange to you that in the space of a week you get hit by two things that suck money out of your pocket but don't profit the other guy? Yeah, it does. Yeah, no such thing as a coincidence. No way to stick these police raids on, Frank, but the timing ain't good. No, he's, he's up to something. He's trying to shake it all up and keep you off balance. Son of a bitch. You need to face this, Jesse. You need to face it now. Everyone knows Everett's getting out in a few weeks. Frank Barnes is coming at Bronzeville now because he thinks it's easier with you in charge. So you're going to have to step up. You've got to be strong here, Jesse. I got it. Now, you know I can't get involved personally, but you need advice. You come to me, all right? All right, Curtis. Thank you. Say, on a different subject, uh, your sister, she just did the whole community a solid favor. Lisa did that? Yeah, smart kid. I've always known that, but really smart. Well, yeah, she is the brains of the outfit. Mom was always down on her coming into the business. Everything, she's the future of the family in the straight world. Mm, the white world. Yeah, the white world. If any of us can do it. She can. Yep. How is Everett? I haven't been down to see him in a bit. He's all right. Everett was having some trouble with the guard, but we... Yeah? Yeah, we took care of that. You did, huh? Inmate Copeland? Yes. Oh, Officer Vaughn. What is it? Um. Yes? I just wanted to say, I, I think we had a misunderstanding the other day. Did we now? Yes, we did. Yes, we did what? Yes, we did what? Yes, we did, sir. That's right. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another 
amazing story.